What have you been up to? You know, tell me just a little bit about how everything's been. And uh, if so go ahead. I basically uh, moved out of San Diego, came up to Menifee uh, for a oh, coaching shit. job. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I no more IB, although IB Wait. always in my heart. Shout out to IB. You'll come back, but, um, visit. Yeah. So um, I basically moved up because I'm going to Castle San Marcos, pursuing mm. for my bachelor's in psychology. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and then I got hired at Paloma Valley High School for um, – girls wrestling coach so i'm there right now actually that's where i just came back from yeah. um and then i'm also i just got hired as a paraeducator substitute yeah at the high school too so yeah. it's pretty cool because I, cool. I get to see my athletes and interact with a bunch of kids yeah full circle you just graduated high school like a few years ago and now you're back <laughs> right that's cool though yeah i mean yeah. i know you've always been really into martial arts and wrestling and all that so obviously you're really good at it and you got the job as a coach, so that's dope. Um, yeah, it's really exciting. You didn't, you never got to go to mobility class, but it's all good. One day when you come oh, back. Oh, I know. I gotta, I really got to come back soon. Yeah, it's showing. It's showing. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to ask, you know, how I, it's been a little while. Um, what are your plans right now as far as, like, coaching and um, training for yourself? Is it kind of more of a thing that you're doing uh, for fun, or is it something like some kind of career you're seeking? Or, you know, tell me a little bit about that. So right now, um, I did just recover from a broken collarbone. Oh, I yeah, I went to ask that. Yeah, so I broke it, uh, I think it was like late March, early mm -hmm. March, I think late April, a week from my fight. So I did have to take some time off. Right. Uh, I took some time off. I didn't let myself properly heal. So uh, take off? Right, yeah, it was supposed to be like four months. Uh, I only took a month off and kept practicing on it. Uh -huh. So unfortunately, it took me a little longer. But I'm healed now. So um, basically, like, you know, my goal right now, as of right now, I'm just kind of getting back into it. It is something um, MMA I do want to continue to pursue um, mm -hmm. and say I did it, whether I go somewhere or not. Right. Um, but so right now, I've actually been training. Uh, I started doing mitt work again with one of the coaches that I was doing club with for our girls, coaching with at Threshold up uh -huh. in Riverside, like through the Valley area. Right. Um, so I've been kind of getting back into it. Um, so with that, you know, eventually I would like to get a fight again. Um, I train with my girls because I'm very a hands-on coach. I don't want right. any excuses of why they can't do something if I could fucking do it. Right. Um, so basically, like, I like it. Yeah, so basically that's what I'm doing. And then, like, teaching-wise, like, you know, um, I brought that into, like, basically what you asked me about MMA and stuff because, like, I've been realizing a lot lately since I started working a lot more with, like, kids. Like, when I, I do it for myself, and mm -hmm. I've always done it, it's changed my life completely from when I – it, like, helped me put myself on track. Right. So, like, you know, like, I while I'm training, um, I will still be coaching. Um as much as I can, especially during season, but it's definitely something that, you know, I would take a little bit of time off, obviously, because when you're training, you need like basically full time. Yeah, but, um, for sure. If you're trying to be a competitive athlete, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not a joke, especially in the sports that you're trying to compete in. It's very, very competitive. So, right. Nobody says you can't do both though, you know, and I'm sure that in coaching, you'll have, you'll seek benefits that you wouldn't necessarily get from training alone. So, you know, that right. kind of hybrid athlete coach kind of thing is really cool. And, you know, I, that's really the reason why I wanted to talk to you too. I thought that was dope. Um, yeah. But continue on that thought. I didn't mean to 
No, no, you're good. So basically, like, you know, like I, I tell my girls all the time, like, the reason why I'm so hard on them, I actually, we just had a really hard practice. Like, it's not. You yell at them a lot? I do. I really do. Like, a lot of people who know me, who may watch this, who know me or not, yeah. I'm very quiet and like super, like, goofy, whatever. But when it comes to like training, I'm very serious with the girls and guys, most of the guys too. Mm. But I'm also like lenient. I'm on them for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, coaches yeah. who aren't on you to me, it's not necessarily they don't care about you, but they're not seeking your potential like how me and the coaches I work with are. Yeah. You know, we're pushing you. My goal is to break you down so you build back up. Makes sense. So, um, so, like, right now, like, that's basically, you know, my thing, my goal is to, you know, break these kids down and get their confidence up. Even though that may seem backwards, it, you know, I remember no. my, my coach, I remember yeah. it was before state, like, I was, like, overwhelmed and I, you know, I was having a tough practice and she broke me down, made me cry. She said, go home. I came back the next day. I was, I was on it. And you so, learn from those things, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, as a coach myself, I could, I definitely have some insight as to what you, what you mean by that. And it's kind of counterintuitive to a lot of people. They might feel like, you know, when somebody is trying to train to reach a certain level of performance, you shouldn't give them you know, too much, um, not criticism per se, but it's just like a, a difference in the way people like to be coached really. Um, but for, for things in, in your field specifically, you know, like wrestling, it's a, it's an aggressive combat sport. People, you need to kind of build up that toughness to begin with. So, right. you know, I mean, I, I definitely think that you have to kind of adjust the approach for each individual and, you know, if that group of individuals is doing something like that, then it makes sense to, to coach it that way for sure. So that's really cool. Um, another thing I wanted to ask, I was really curious that you mentioned just a second ago, I wanted to get back to it before I forget, is the collarbone. So you said you were supposed to sit out for four months, but you only sat out for a month and then you started training again? <laughs> yeah. So uh, when I broke it, I didn't know uh -huh. I broke it. I thought, you know, I have bad rotator cuffs from wrestling. So I figured, oh, it's just like whatever. So right. I broke it on like a Sunday at an open mat. Next day, you know, I took it off, came back Tuesday. I did my full Muay Thai class. I went ham, mm -hmm. rolled. It was 10 round Tuesday for jiu-jitsu. So I rolled right. every single one of those five-minute rounds. By the end of that practice, I was beat. I was like, right. what the hell? So I finally- That was when it was already broken. Up. Yeah. So I was like, okay. what the- so I was like, well, I didn't know it was broken yet. That okay. was it, when I started feeling it. So right. I was like, man. So I took another day off. And then uh, Thursday, I finally took a check. And they, you know, I was telling them like this and that. And they're like, it's broken. They didn't even take x-rays yet. They grabbed right. my arm and they moved it. And I, they were like, I can feel it's broken. It literally was like broke. Yeah, they so can like, feel it kind of moving how it shouldn't. Right. So I was yeah. like, man. Yeah. And, and I was trending really hard for the past like few months so it was disappointing um but you know what so they told me hey you got to you got to take like four months off it's hey, you right. can't put a press on it or anything and that that bothered you can't, me yeah so like you know i i took a may i went to the back to practice for a little bit then i took a month a full month off and then i was just like even then i was still running i was running about four miles four to six miles a day because i was right. like i cannot just sit around yeah, and by that active. point, I'd probably do the same. Right. So by that point, I was just like, you know, forget this. So I, I went back to training. I bought a brace. 
like mm-hmm. a shoulder brace and it, it helped a lot but um I only took a month off I kept training but it did mean that it took longer to heal so and yeah. it, I was still restricted from certain things but I mean if I were to go back I would definitely have just taken off to four months and right went back all, at it all things said how long did it take total because you had kept training and you know hindered how quickly it would heal let's see it's let's say march so march april may june july august what are we in november we just started Almost november. seven months wow yeah that's nuts that's um that's a tough thing like you said and you know for somebody like you who's really competitive and going after it and obviously you were gonna do a fight like right before uh, not before but right after then it was coming mm-hmm. up soon you were training for the fight what's your what's your main driver to, you know, just push past the, that, that, um, that adversity? Like, what do you really think about to try to overcome that? Is it just pure hunger or honestly, I don't know. I just want to know what pushes, pushes you. What motivated me to like get past that at first, you know, don't get me wrong. I was, I was really, really upset. Right. Cause I, you know, yeah. before Understandably. that, yeah, before that I was supposed to actually leave to the military. When then I got offered to fight, you know, full time mm-hmm. and uh, for UFC fight pass. No way. So, yeah. So I didn't tell anybody that because I'm not a person to kind of brag about anything. And I, I just yeah. wanted to let it happen. But um, so it, it took a, a huge toll on me, especially, you know, during the pandemic, I wasn't really training as much because we had like a lot of family issues with like, you know, COVID and all that. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, it took a toll, especially because I took so much time off already and I, I busted my butt to, you know, get back to it. But at the end of the day, I just thought, you know what, if it's not going to matter in a few years, why am I going to dwell on it in these five minutes or these, you know, few months? It's a long-term game for sure. Right. You know, and I got to, my mind's always, I've always been on a move. I always have something like that I need to do. Uh So I need to step back and realize like, at the time I was only 20. So it's like, I'm You're what, 21 now? Yeah. I just barely took one in July. So when I broke my couple, I was only 20. So it's like. I tell, so young. I'm so I'm still hella young, you know, like a Very lot of young. Are young. Yeah. And and my my thing was like, well, I don't want to waste time. But I right. thought to myself, how I coach my athletes, I was telling like, you know, if you're injured, heal. If you're not gonna let it heal, you're not gonna get back on the mat. Yeah. And you know, I was telling like, I'd rather have you on the mat 100 rather than half ass, because at least you're fully healed, and you can give me your all. And, I, and right. I took a step back and I started to realize that because one of my girls actually fractured her elbow. Um, oh, and so she's out. She's one of our good wrestlers. So, and I, and I tell her all the time, heal, let it heal. And she'll be, right. she's like me, you know, she's hard hit. She kept trying to get on the mat. But, I, you know, when I was telling her, like, it made me realize, like, all right, well, I got to take my own advice. So, yeah, you know, back sure. to like, you know, I had to reset my mind and realize, like, all right, it's not going nowhere. You know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If I really want it, no matter how old I am, I'm still young. Like I said, right. you know, I, I just have to grind it out just to miss those. Basically, it was only a few months that I've missed, but you know, that year that I needed to just bust it out. So, yeah. um, you know, like getting back into it and stuff, like it's helped a lot. So that's basically what helped me kind of get over that, you know, mm-hmm. is my athletes, you know, they're yeah. like, they made me realize a lot. Yeah. that And see, there, there it is there. Like I said earlier, I'm sure there are a lot of things that you're going to earn and you know, or learn right. rather from from coaching that you wouldn't necessarily get individually from your own mm-hmm. training. So, I mean, that's dope. Um, 
and again, like with it being a long-term game, if you, if you push yourself when you're already injured and you keep, you got somebody making jokes over there or what? <laughs> it's all good. No, um, my, my little sister is locked in. I'm just messing around. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, right. So, you know, it being a long-term game, obviously, um, if you get injured and you don't allow yourself to heal up, Mm-hmm. then you know you're going to end up being out and missing more time as you learn so hopefully people can learn from that and right. it's funny because a, a friend of mine who I trained with actually at the at Drew's gym okay um his name is Adriel he just mm-hmm. recently fractured his rib and oh, he didn't even know he had been training he had like a lot of pain in, in his rib cage he actually fractured three of them um mm-hmm. I don't I think it was from judo some kind of throw or something where some of the guys got a little bit too heated and they followed through with it and, you know, put the shoulder into it as he drove him down. It was nuts. But right. um, yeah, I mean, he trained, he's been training and he had, uh, we went into a tournament, a jiu-jitsu tournament with, a, with his broken rib, but didn't even know the whole time, just had a lot of pain. And, you know, all that being said, he probably, if he would have rested it and taken care of it, probably would have been back sooner. Um, and now he has to take some time off his, it's the point. So it's kind of like similar situation, you know, different technical injury, but it's just a lesson to be learned for sure. And I like how you, how you put it, how, you know, how, how you overcame that and um, looking forward, got some more fights coming. I want to see them. You got to give me tickets to those fights. No, for sure. Uh, like I said, like I've been uh, going back to doing map, uh, mitt work with um, one of the coaches I've been coaching with um, mm-hmm. since I moved up here. So He's actually sick right now. So, you know, we got to take a, this weekend off, just rest okay. of the week off. But, you know, um, he's going to help me try to get some fights in once I'm fight ready, back into conditioning and all that kind of stuff. Right. I'm hoping maybe sometime before summer next year. Nice. Uh, I'll be set and ready to go. I'm excited um, for you. Yeah, I'm super excited. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, can't really put a time on it, but I'm hoping really soon. Right. So another thing is you, you mentioned already in this conversation, you said you're, you're doing rolling 10 round Tuesday. I think you mentioned Muay Thai. You said you're doing some mitt work, which obviously is some kind of striking. Maybe it's smart. Maybe it's a boxing, maybe it's Muay Thai. I'm not sure, but you do, you do a variety of things is the point. Mm-hmm. So I always ask people when they're, you know, into mixed martial arts in general, rather than just sticking to one thing, if they have like a favorite, something that they prefer, even though in the end, obviously as a mixed martial artist, you're going to have to be proficient in everything. Um, is there something that you, you know, really just has your heart that you love to, to do more than anything? Honestly, I would have to say grappling. So basically jujitsu. Yeah. I, I say jujitsu because I love wrestling. Wrestling completely right. changed my life. With jujitsu, I can use my wrestling. So I kind of just make it as one. Because there's a lot yeah. of jiu-jitsu gyms too who don't really, the, you know, professors, there's a lot of professors out there who've never wrestled. So right. it's like yeah. different. But, you know, since I was little, my two brothers, Ronnie and Sean Major, mm-hmm. they're both big wrestlers. So it was always incorporated. So grappling was always my favorite thing. Right. I'm more of a grappler than anything else. Um, it's just, I just, I like to flow a bit, you know, you're just kind of flowing, yeah. you're scrapping. Like, so it, that's, I would definitely have to say grappling jiu-jitsu is my favorite. So, you know, for, as far as like the origins of your, you starting everything, all, all this, um, was it wrestling that you got into first as a kid? And then, you know, it kind of expanded as you got older or did you start with jujitsu? Um, 
honestly to remember i can't remember if it was jujitsu first or if it was uh i think it was a uh, karate or taekwondo i started oh, in like no school okay yeah um but walk I, me through the I, timeline walk me through the timeline all right all right so uh probably when i was about like four or five i probably started like taekwondo you know little kid stuff you'd be in right. um once i hit like six years old my dad met i call my older brothers because we just grew up he they kind of i've been around them my whole life right um so my two older brothers were at alliance train center in chicago vista mm-hmm. at the time so uh it was only two girls it was me and my one of my really good friends jasmine she it was just me and her and you know girls wrestling wasn't a huge thing back then right so it was a bunch of dudes so you know me and her were the scrappers Still was kind of that boys. Way. we were a bunch of tomboys right. so we um whatever we got into it and then uh that's where it really started but once we kind of it kind of died out for me i got bored of it because we were just beating the boys and it was just <laughs> us two so i took a little bit of time off um were you guys bigger than them, I, or were you just more skilled no we, we were all the same height okay we we're all the same age you know it was just i i skill level maybe we picked it up faster yeah, than they did probably, I, yeah. you know we enjoyed it more definitely yeah but um, obviously you're still with it but yeah continue right and then uh so after that like it just kind of took off from there you know after that i took a time a couple times off um Mm -hmm. my dad had a stroke around that time so it was like it was probably later on but like we took time off because when i was still training there he he had had a stroke so we had no one to take me but um after that it was you know i was doing i boxed for about eight years straight with uh prince and tiger smalls uh i decided to go combat academy i think i know i think i'm familiar with those names not that i've ever trained with them but i think i've heard them tossed around a little bit yeah yeah they were professional boxers i think prince is still fighting but um so i even tried i was supposed to fight with them and get my boxing license but my dad never got it from me and i was too young to really like you know right but um so so i've been doing this a long time yeah yeah. I've done Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, right. wrestling, you know, anything you can really think of. I haven't done Krav Maga. I don't even know if that really counts. But I don't know. No. So, you know, but, um, yeah. and the, yeah, from there, from middle school, I started, I got back into it a little bit because I was going back to Jiu-Jitsu. With, I, okay. Drew was so actually playing at the same gym with me at that time. Oh, really? Back then? Yeah, we were at Odin. All right. That's and what, it, that's what, um where i train now it's not odin anymore but it's the same jojo it's uh it's called yes. Arashi now yeah yeah so that's where um after that you know and then i got into high school and it just it's been non-stop since then right yeah that's awesome so mm-hmm. i mean i wasn't expecting all that to be honest i know you um can you still hear me or okay cool you're yeah, i don't know why i did that your video went off really quick but uh yeah i wasn't expecting to hear all that i knew you had done wrestling in high school um but i didn't know you know it went all the way back to preschool and you had all these phases in between muay thai and boxing and all these different grappling arts and everything one thing for me though that i think i would like to work on for sure is personally wrestling um because i do a lot of jujitsu and in in the in the dojo that i train at you know drew is also um his main expertise is with judo so he does a lot of judo takedowns and and you know for, for the standing game for the most part, but I don't know. I don't have as much of a, 
like a professional in a sense opinion as somebody like you would or drew would for sure but i tend to find that me as somebody who prefers to to grapple more so without the gi than with the gi that mm -hmm. wrestling kind of has like more um it holds more weight in you know like actual situation than judo would i don't like a lot of the, the takedowns where you turn your back to to um you know do like a hip throw or something like that and i mean right. they're fun they feel cool and and it looks beautiful when they're you know when you're training judo specifically for like a judo match um mm -hmm. but what's your opinion on that i'm just kind of curious because i've always thought something like a single leg or a double leg feels like it would be a lot more useful in a real situation i don't know yes. what do you think i mean judo's i use a lot of judo um not too many girls use it but there's quite a few girls who use judo um, in wrestling. And I think it helps a lot. Like I, I like throwing. I used to mm -hmm. hit a lot of um, Japanese arm throws. Um, as far as like you were talking about how you don't like really turning your back to people. Yeah. In a sense, I never really thought of it, about it too much. Only because my high school coach, she did a lot of throws. She's the one who kind of got me into more throwing. And judo so throws? I think uh -huh. Yeah, she, she's a, she was a huge wrestler back in Hawaii. She won states and all that. In Hawaii. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, and she was on the Olympic trial team and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I and her husband was like a big Greco wrestler too mm -hmm. for USA. So I think I never thought about it like that because I, I trusted them. And right. so, um, but, you know, as a, I definitely see that as like the first, if you've never done this before and you're like, uh, like i don't want to turn my back it can be uncomfortable but if you know that's right. with anything with jujitsu too For like sure. wrestlers you know we're not meant to just sit there and like be on our you know back train from guard and, yeah <laughs> right so like you know yeah, I, I don't I not the biggest like, fan oh, either but i definitely right. try to do it you know because it can right. come in handy yeah yeah and you know like so there's always moments where you're like uh but in reality it's like if you train enough for it then you know you'll be fine you get right. comfortable with it and it just becomes just like any anything else. What about the gripping from, you know, transitioning from gi to no gi for a lot of judo throws? Because, you know, you have to like grab the collar and the, mm -hmm. and the, the or like the lapel with the, the sleeve. If you don't have that, you know, and you're really sweaty and so everything's all slippery, you got to kind of adjust the grip. Do you find that you just going from no gi to or gi to no gi rather? Do you just kind of adjust where you grip yourself or do some of the throws just not really work too much without the gi if you're super sweaty it is it is a lot more difficult to do certain grips right um, for sure but the, yeah, also like you know i've rolled with i've rolled with a, a few black quite a bit black belts that no matter how sweaty you are somehow their grips is like i don't even know it's like yeah. spider-man so it, grips i think comes a lot with you know basically practicing like I know, like, I, I always had issues kind of with my grips. So I, I with my Bulgarian bag, I'll actually practice, like, you know, grip drops and stuff like that. Right. Um, and I, I kind of work on it. It's just, like, you know, your fingers, when you first start doing it, your fingers are all really sore. Mm -hmm. So you just got to get used to it. Just like, you know, with wrestling, like, a lot of people who've never wrestled might be like, oh, my back. Like, you know, you're constantly in a squat. Or, right. you know, my head hurts from freaking banging and hand fighting, whatever. You end up getting neck. used to it. Yeah, yeah or, your, or your neck. Yeah, definitely your That's neck. a big one. Yeah, so, you know, it's all adaptable stuff, though. Right, and that makes sense. You know, you 
with training in general, no matter what sport you're training for, you have to practice a lot to really be able to master whatever it is. And um, what you mentioned about doing the grip training with, what did you call them? Bulgarian bags? Mm -hmm. I've never I'll show heard you. Hold on. Yeah, show me. I, I'm curious, actually. I recently, a lot of people, okay, that's so dope. Okay. And it has grips, and all you do is basically you're pulling it here, and they have gotcha. different sides. Uh huh. So that's I usually sick. use that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something you could do. The the thing that I I like to stress a lot for for people who are trying to you know become more um, competitive and perform better in whatever sport they're doing is that with, with their training they have to have their training mimic what it is that they're doing in their sport and a lot of people don't really realize that it's that simple so something like that you know to actually challenge your grip and it's dynamic you're throwing it you're grabbing it and you're catching it is you know training all the different systems for sure yeah. i i recently really changed my the focus of how i train um mm -hmm. from you know even like just a few months ago probably sometime around when you broke your collarbone in march i changed the focus of my training um from more of like a bodybuilding type of regimen to mm -hmm. purely athletic performance based and i've made a huge transition in like the where i try to you know the people that i try to help as far as that um and i have to say i think part of it was because of when you and i were working together um you know I, i'm a new personal trainer a new uh, fitness coach in general and mm -hmm. you have to kind of dip into all the different spaces to kind of see what you like what you enjoy best and I was always most excited to have some 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 time to to work with you and like really see uh, what it is that you were excited about. Mm -hmm. And you know, at the end of the day, it's just when you're training somebody to to look better or to to lose weight. It's so much more simple than it is to train somebody to perform better. There's so many more things that you have to consider when it comes to com competitive sports. Um, and so, just that alone really makes it that much more worthwhile. And that's why I think it's really cool that you're, you know, you're coaching wrestling and stuff too, for sure. I don't know how much of, um, like a background you have in, in, um, like the science of, 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 uh, exercise and all that, but I mean, wrestling alone, obviously you've been in just doing martial arts for a long time. You must have a ton of knowledge and I'm sure you've accumulated a lot of knowledge over, over time. Um, which is, you know, it's dope. So I'm, I'm really glad we got to talk. Um, I know you got to wrap it up soon. Do you have a little bit more time or how's that looking? What, what time is it? I got about like five time? more minutes. Okay, cool. So I'm just gonna, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, I want to ask, what is something that you want to tell the world? Like, what is your message? What is like your, the main thing you're passionate about? Um, and by the world, I mean, like probably the two people that will watch this video. So we'll see. Hey, well, Hey, I'm gonna promote so everybody. Uh, thank you. This. Yeah, we'll, we'll build. We're building it. So, um, honestly, my biggest thing to say to anybody that watches this is, I know there's a lot of people who doubt others because maybe they've never made it. Mm -hmm. But no matter what, even if it seems impossible now or even later, just do it. Because the end of the day, like if you want it enough, you can get it. And, and that's what right. I've been realizing a lot lately. You know, I want something. I don't care about anything else. I, that's what I want to do. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out and I'll figure it out. Right. But 
you know, put your heart onto something. Don't do it for anybody else. You know, always do it for you. And I know that's so cliche because if you ask any like professional or it's whatever, fact, though. it is. And, yeah. and, you know, as we grow older, we're so young. We, you know, our parents always tell us like, hey, like, you know, do this. And we're like, whatever, you don't know. But, you know, yeah. as you get older, you're like, ah, my parents Shit, are right. Maybe I should have. Yeah. Right. So, right. you know, like my biggest thing is like, don't give into opinions. Even if you mm-hmm. do, I break yourself down. Mm-hmm. Like break yourself down and build yourself up because your breakdowns will create the biggest breakthroughs. And I can honestly say I lived through that. And that has definitely yeah, helped me a lot. For and sure. it's not just going to happen once. It's going to happen multiple times. That's really useful advice. I, I you know, I, I think we should just end it there because that was perfect. perfect. Patience, passion and consistency is going to you know, get you to where you want to be. Right. All right. Exactly. And always heal. If you're injured, you need to heal. Yes. Don't don't sit on it.